Hey guys, welcome to tips for passing your software certification exam. So um, in this video, I'm going to talk specifically about the requirements for QuickBooks in 2019. Um, but these tips apply to any software certification that you're taking. So if you're doing zero, if you're doing wave, if you're doing fresh books, uh, if you're doing sage, any of them that you're doing, these tips are going to work. Okay, so let's get started. So for the QuickBooks Online Certification, there are currently seven sections. You must get um, at least an 80 in each of the sections to pass the entire exam. There are five to 13 questions per section. The first two sections have the most questions. Um, and then the last, the last sections have the least number of questions. Most of the sections actually have five questions which means that you can only get one question wrong um, and achieve the, the 80%. So um, you must answer all the questions in all the sections before you submit your exam for grading. You don't have to take it all in one session. You can kind of break it up. If you do not get at least an 80, um, you must retake that section and you must retake all of the questions in that section, not just the ones you got wrong. Now you will be able to see which questions you got wrong, um, which is why the system that I put together is really important because the questions and the answer choices may be in a different order when presented again, but the questions will be the same. So you can't rely on your scrap paper because the questions could be in a different order and the answer choices could be in a different order. So you can't just say, oh, well last time, on question one, I said the answer was B, um, but I guess it could have been C because question one might not be question one the next time you take it, and the answer choices could be in a completely different order. So um, it's really important to make sure that you document the questions, and I'll show you how to do that really simply. So um, before you start the exam, you need to decide how you're gonna take it. Are you gonna do it in one sitting? Or are you gonna do it in multiple sessions? Um, so last time I did my recertification, I actually did it in multiple sessions um, because it was just hard for me to, to sit down that long. Um, but you can take, you could do the entire exam start to finish um, in probably, two to three hours. Um, I think total time it took me, now mind you, I've been doing QuickBooks for a long time. Um, I think it took me about an hour and a half to do the whole thing, to do all seven sections. Um, so you just gotta kind of decide, you know, how, um, how you wanna do this. You should go to a quiet place where you will not be disturbed. Um, so you might, you know, you might wanna get a babysitter for this. You might want to do this during nap time over multiple days. Um, you could do this in the evening after your kids go to sleep. You could do it early in the morning before everybody wakes up, but you really want to go to a quiet place where you will not be disturbed. If you have trouble getting those conditions in your home, lots of libraries have quiet rooms where you could bring a laptop um, or they have their own computers. And sometimes libraries have really nice computers that have multiple screens, which is pretty awesome. Um, you know, multiple screens I think are helpful, but they're not required. Um, 
Binding Lake Libraries are a great place to do this. If you don't have somewhere in your home, you can go. Um, you want to open a Word document or a Google Doc or some other word processing program. You want to open your snipping tool on your computer. Okay. Um, the snipping tool is an awesome little tool. Um, and I can show you how you would use that um, in one of, the, one of the next videos that I do. And then you also want to open a sample company for whatever software you're testing on. So the nice thing with QuickBooks is that when you open the sample company, it logs you out of your company, right? It logs you out of your account. So you can have that open in one window and have the exam open in another one. You can also open the sample company in an incognito window or in a different browser. So that way you don't have any conflicts. Okay, so during the exam, you need to take your time. Don't use the suggested time as a gauge. Um, I typically allow myself at least two times the time listed um, for the section, so I'm not rushed. Um, so I know like the, I think the first section, it says 33 minutes, I allow myself an hour. Because remember too, you're gonna be going through um, very methodically um, to make sure that you, you do all the steps. And then, um, and then it, that might take you a little bit more time. So the, the first thing that you, you really need to do, like when you open that first question, is you need to determine the type of question you have in front of you and employ the proper strategy. So in the next video, I'm gonna go through the types of questions that they ask on, um, on the QuickBooks Pro Advisor exam. And, and I'm not talking about content, I'm talking about the actual how the questions are written, right, and what they expect you to do. Um, because each of those has their own strategy. And so if you understand the strategy um, and you identify the type of question, it makes it a lot easier. Um, use a grid on a piece of paper to mark off your answers that you know are incorrect. Um, because if you can identify which ones are wrong, it's much easier to zone in on the ones that could be right. And we're going to also look at each of the question types and how you would do that in the next video. Then you're going to select your answer or your answers. So the QuickBooks, one of the cool things about the QBO certification is it will not allow you to submit a question unless you have selected the correct number of answers. Um, and this is kind of interesting too because there are some types of questions where you, they don't tell you how many answers you need. For most of them they do, but every once in a while they don't. Um, and so you actually know if you have the correct number of answers checked off because it won't let you submit it unless you have the correct number of answers checked off. So I think it's kind of one of the, one of the things in their system. Um, so if you're only supposed to check off two answers and check off three, it won't let you submit. Okay. So once you're sure of your answer, um, you're going to take a snip of that question. You're going to use that snipping tool. You're going to highlight the question. Um, and then you're going to copy that snip and you're going to paste it into your open word document. Because what that will do is if you do it after you've selected your answer, your answer will go into, you know, it'll be saved with the snip and it'll go into your word document. The reason that you want to do that is because you're going to want, if you have to retake a section, you are going to have to re-answer all of the questions. And remember we said the questions aren't gonna be in the same order and the answers may be jumbled up. 
So if you take a snip of the question on your screen with your answer marked, you're gonna have the full question and you're gonna have the answer. So when, you know, let's say that you don't get an 80 on a section, it will tell you which questions you got wrong. You can then use your document to say, okay, so this is the question I got wrong, but I know I got all the rest of them correct. What I see from people, sometimes they get really flustered because they didn't pass that part. They want to jump right back in and do it, but they forget what some of the correct answers were and they actually do worse the second time they take it. And so if you go through this strategy, you'll have all the questions with what you answered before, you'll know what you got right and what you got wrong, and then you can retake it really quickly because if you got it right, you can have that Word document open and you know what the correct answers were for the ones that you got right previously. Okay, so then you're gonna submit the question and you're gonna go to the next one. Now I know that this sounds really time consuming, um, but I'll tell you, so like once I know the answer to a question, I can snip and paste. Um, it, it takes me like probably 15, 20 seconds, if that. Um, and so it, it goes really quickly, but that's why I would, you know, allow yourself extra time. Now I know for like the shorter sections, they're usually five questions and it says 13 minutes. Um, those ones, even if I had to like look things up or play in the software, um, I could finish that section in the 13 minutes. But again, I would probably allow yourself like half an hour for those sections just so you don't have to rush. Um, the first section is gonna take you the longest because you're, you know, you're trying to implement this system, but by the time you get to like the second or third section, it's gonna be really, really quick. Okay, now don't forget, I think a lot of people um, think like, okay, this is a test, right? So you know, all I have is my screen that's open and crap, that's all I have. Um, that is not true. The exam is open book and open notes. So you can use QuickBooks company files, you can use the QuickBooks help database, you can use Google. Um, be careful with Google because you have to check the date, make sure that it's pretty recent, especially for um, things that are newer, newer items in QuickBooks. Um, so things like, um, the, the new work section, projects, those are all newer features in QuickBooks. And so, um, so sometimes it's hard to find some of the information about that, or it might refer to projects inside the software instead of projects in the accountant's edition. Um, so you've got to make sure that you really, you know, you still should go through all of the information you know, both in this course and that QuickBooks provides, I'd recommend you do all the training, but, you know, some of the stuff on the exam is really nitpicky. Um, and I'll tell you, I had to go through when I did my recertification and, you know, and search for some of these things. I typically like to pick sources when I'm searching that are in the QuickBooks help database. Um, those will give you the most concrete answers. And usually when they're going through, especially for the questions where they're asking you to, that they're giving you missing steps, um, it'll match up really well with the questions if you can find the process in the QuickBooks help database. Even if, if you're unsure of an answer, even after you're searching, put a star or make a note of the question number on your scrap paper 
so that you can review that question before you submit it. Um, so after you've answered all the questions in a section, it's gonna give you the opportunity to review. Um, so I'd recommend that if you're unsure, even after reviewing, I'm sorry, even after answering the question, doing you know the search and everything, if you're still not sure, um, you can go back into that question during the review. And I know a lot of people say, you know, don't, um, don't change your answer. But research shows that when you're unsure about an answer, changing your answer can result in choosing the right answer about 50% of the time. Um, you only have about a 22% chance of changing from a right answer to a wrong answer. And, um, and you have about a 28% chance of going from a wrong answer to another wrong answer. So your, your best chance, if you're really unsure and you review, um, you might say, you know, I really think that this is right and not change it. Um, but they found that, that most of the time when people decided to change an answer, they went from a wrong answer to a right answer. So um, it is worth doing that review. Okay, and then after you're done with each section, you should close your Word document and open a new one, okay, if you're gonna do another section. What I do is I have a folder on my desktop that's called QBO, um, and then I name the file for the section number of the exam that I did. So that way I can figure out, okay, if I need to retake section two, I have a file called section two, I can just open that up and that gives me all the questions. Um, stand up and stretch out, okay? A lot of times we're sitting at our desk, we have really poor posture, um, so it's a good idea to stand up and stretch, take a couple deep breaths, um, kind of notice any, you know, parts of your body that might be a little tense, okay? I know after taking exams, you typically get pretty tense. Um, drink some water, make sure that you've got, you know, some water with you. Check in with your body to see if you need a break, okay? Do you need to get up and take a little walk? Do you need a bathroom break? You know, because nothing, you don't want to have to rush through the next section. So you want to make sure that you're relaxed and that you're ready to go and then decide if you're going to take the next part of the exam. Okay, so I hope that this was really helpful. In the next video, I am going to go through the different types of questions that they ask on the QBO certification exam. And then we're going to talk about um, the strategies that you use in those question types. So I, I hope you found this helpful. Let me know if you have any questions and I'll see you in the next video.